As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Tori Grace, and it's another episode of Woman Crush Wednesdays. Um, we're going to kind of skip right into things. Uh, we have another week. It's going. March is here. Um, we're in full effect. I cannot wait for this warm weather to officially hit like we've had so many rainy days. It's like day 50, I think, in Atlanta with rain. Um. So we're going to talk today about forgiveness. Um, I know it's like cliche, whatever you want to call it, to kind of bring up the whole forgive and forget. And you kind of get irritated and it makes you reflect and think about things when people talk to you about forgiveness. Um, so a couple nights ago, I was asked, how can you forgive somebody for? And my thought process is we were always taught to forgive and I know like if you're if you're Christian based and you read the Bible or whatever you hear turn the other cheek and you're supposed to like let it go let go let God like you hear all these different different um things and ways of how you're supposed to forgive people but my biggest thing is on the whole forgiveness aspect If you say that you've forgiven somebody, but you see them and you still have like the anxiety and all the emotions that you go through for the whole I've forgiven them thing, like you're just mentally telling yourself that so you can kind of hype yourself up into believing it, you've not genuinely forgiven that person. Now, forgiveness, the whole reason why you're supposed to get forgive to me is so that you can have peace in your heart and in your mind. It's not for the other person, but forgiving somebody doesn't mean you have to go up to them, give them a hug, give them a high five, shake their hand. Like forgiveness to me is F off. Like I'm, I'm done. I don't have to deal with you, but I'm not going to have the pent up anger and aggression that most people would have when they see the person that they've not forgiven. Um, me on a daily basis that's something that I've had to deal with uh especially growing up in my household when I was younger um I've not talked about this that's another episode we can get into on a later date but um my father was not somebody that was easy to get along with and a little over a year ago um it'll be two years this September I actually had a dream that my father was dying so 
come to find out my dream was real and accurate and my father was on his deathbed and um it was really difficult for me to kind of get it together because I was like I'm not going you can't make me there's nothing you can do y'all are gonna have to drag me out I'm gonna be on my deathbed before I finally forgive this man like it's not happening and it was just really hard um when I first moved back home after I left um I had a very tumultuous childhood and it was not easy peasy um my son's father at one point in time thought that because uh I grew up in a two-parent household with my mom and dad that we were the Cosby show well it was not it was far from it um it was a lot of mental and emotional abuse that I had to deal with uh physical abuse up until the military was like hey we catch you guys putting your hands on your kids or on your family members y'all are going straight to jail so um like the physical aspect went away but it was not something that was easy for me to forgive growing up my dad called me fat on a regular basis and like would kind of like hide the the fat remarks under a well when you get older and you grow like that was a constant thing my dad would say so me mentally I didn't have a good um, view on my dad. Like, it was just not something uh, that I was okay with. Um, So, for me to say forgive, it was like, nah, F him, seriously. And I've always been told, oh, you're supposed to honor your parents. Yeah, you're supposed to honor your parents by not, like, setting their house on fire and, like, stabbing them. Those kind of things. Things that you can go to jail for. I don't think it was supposed to be interpreted as something that is a literal uh, verbatim, word for word, honor your father and mother. No, if your parents are abusive to you, you do not have to hold their hand and high five them just because they're your parental figure. Parents in this aspect, if you sit around and look at it and again, going back to the whole um, Christian based thing. God is supposed to be your father. That's somebody you're supposed to honor. So you're not supposed to say GD it like that kind of thing. It's not meant to be a literal representation of honor your parents. If your parents suck, they suck. Um, The forgiveness part is supposed to be something that you do for you. You're supposed to give your mom and dad like, okay, yeah, you sucked. You weren't the best person. So when you do this for your parents, you're supposed to also do this for other people. Again, this is forgiveness, not for that person. It is for you. Um, It took me a long time to be able to see my dad, to be able to see. uh, I've had abusive relationships before where you can see your significant other, your ex significant other to be able to say, okay, I can be in the same room without wanting to throw a frying pan at them. Like it's taken a lot of growth for me to even get to that level. Um, so when I was asked, how can you possibly forgive somebody? Because that is the right thing to do. Um, revisiting that same particular person, like, of course, uh, the forgive and forget aspect was not fully applied. So I ended up having like round two of getting smacked in the face. So you have to forgive and not forget. 
it's it's never a forgive and forget and let it go and just completely ignore what happened in the situation because a lot of the times when you forgive somebody because you do it for yourself and not for them that person has a tendency to repeat the same crap a second time so the whole um they can change aspect that's really up to that person you have no control over it they can say they're sorry a million times or apologize because I know a lot of times people say don't say sorry apologize for your indiscretions but either way it's a synonym sorry is a synonym for apology or apologize and to me they're one in the same they're the same exact thing so you can apologize or say sorry to me I can forgive you but that doesn't mean I've forgotten how you've treated me or the things that you've done Um, especially growing up, like I'm 37 now and the whole apologize thing, um, a lot of the times to me, that's for that person to have peace of mind so that they can say, well, I said sorry for you to you and you didn't forgive me. No, I forgave you. That just means I don't fool with you anymore. Like your ship has sailed. You do not again have to forgive somebody and let them in your sacred safe space. Your space is your space. Um, Why people feel that they can apologize or say sorry, they are entitled to your space, baffles me. When my dad um, apologized on his deathbed, it was an okay dad like you did what you did you're apologizing i'm here for my peace in mind this is not for you um and some people will be like oh that's harsh how could you say that like your dad's no longer here yes i get all of that but that was for me that i went and i stood there now the crazy thing is my dad did die holding my hand so i kind of feel like he he meant what he said but at the same time And I know, like, the whole, when you say, but it erases everything that you said beforehand. Yeah, my dad apologized. And I still do feel like that that was more for him than it was for his kids, for us to hear him say sorry. Um, Because the term oil is still there and was still there. It wasn't something like a genuine apology. The, The elephant has left the room for lack of better words there's a peace in it there's a calm that comes after the apology and you don't do it again you don't say sorry for slamming somebody's finger in the door and then turn around and slam the door on their finger again and like oops my bad you're supposed to forgive me again you have to take people's emotions and feelings the exact same way you can't tell somebody oh i didn't mean to hurt you and then continuously do the exact same thing you did to hurt them in the first place So, again, forgiveness is supposed to be taken the exact same way. Um, A lot of the times I think people use that as a scapegoat for their poor behavior is to apologize so that you can have the band-aid over the wound. But if you didn't put stitches or liquid skin up underneath that bandage, it's still going to ooze. It's still going to get infected. You have to take the time to actually heal and help that person heal to get over what it was done that you did and yes that person on the receiving end of the apology has full ability and capability of doing with that apology as they may um 
The same way you have the ability to wake up happy in the morning or have a bad attitude in the morning. The same way you have the ability to get up and go out and go to the gym or sit at home and eat the donut. Like you have the ability as that person to to move about as you will. But that does not always mean you're going to do that. So you as a responsible human being with an apology, you're supposed to have all the tools there when you apologize. You can't say I'm sorry, but still throwing salt while you're doing it. Like it doesn't work that way. So in order for the person to actually and genuinely forgive you, you have to actually genuinely apologize. I think a lot of times we don't do that for whatever reason your ego may be bigger than what you're able to offer that person with the apology it's almost to me better to not even say anything at all let that person sit there and deal with you as they feel they should deal with you because you not apologizing with good intentions um it means nothing um my kids i try to teach them that on a regular basis i try to teach them the whole um You don't owe respect to an adult that is not going to respect you. Because at the end of the day, you are a human. You're a person. My kids are are kings. They're young kings. They're young gods. They're to be treated in the manner of that they are amazing and should not be treated any less than amazing. So for somebody to tell them sorry or apologize to them and they don't genuinely mean it, my kids do not have to accept that. They can look at it and treat it as crap. You wouldn't keep stepping in dog poop. So why would you keep allowing somebody to apologize and not mean it? Forgiveness is something that is earned and not freely given. It's not something that you should just hand over to somebody just because they feel entitled to it. Um, They can apologize all they want. And you can definitely demand that somebody... um, earns your respect back uh forgiveness and respect come together hand in hand um people for whatever reason they they just feel entitled like we live in an entitled world now where everything is supposed to be given to you you say sorry you're supposed to be treated the exact same way that you were treated five minutes ago or five years ago and it doesn't work that way like you literally hurt somebody's feelings you mess with their mental status they're like what it was that you did does not just get to put a band-aid over it because band-aids again don't fix the problem if you didn't clean it out and you didn't put the neosporin on it and the hydrogen peroxide to make sure that there were no leftover remnants of crap in the wound then you're not really sorry like sorry and saying i apologize is a band-aid for a gaping wound that really needed surgery and until we learn to treat our apologies more than just a band-aid and see them as more than just a band-aid then people are going to continue to not forgive you and to me there's nothing wrong with that i feel like if you aren't genuine with your message then you shouldn't be treated in any other manner than what you get from that person um so the reason why I have been able to forgive again it's for me like I don't like the feeling that I get when I see somebody and I want to like smack them upside the head every five minutes I'm not at peace with myself and I can't grow now am I gonna give you a hug 
Nah. Am I going to hang out and want to go out to eat with you? Most definitely not. If something were to happen to my kids, like you see in the courtroom where they're like, Oh, yeah, well, God told me to forgive. Yeah, you could be forgiven, but if you hurt my baby, I can't promise you I'm not going to hurt you back. Just because that's the human in me. Um, I'm not going to hug somebody that is a rapist or somebody that robbed me. That's not me. I, I will never be that person just because I don't feel that anybody deserves that much forgiveness No matter what the situation is, say I'm wrong, say I'm right, whatever. At the end of the day, it's me and how I want to raise myself as well as my family. Um, I, I just, again, don't feel that there should be that animosity or that stress that you should never feel like you need to go into fight or flight after an apology has been given to you. Um... And again, if you've if you've genuinely forgiven somebody, you should never enter fight or flight mode. You should be at peace and chill and just kind of mellowed out with it. So, yeah, it took me a long time to even get to this particular level of forgiveness with the people that I have to interact with on a regular basis. So I know I've grown definitely over the last um, almost three years now. I've most definitely grown. Um because I need it to. It's it's not good for me. It puts gray hairs on your head. You gain weight. You get pimp. It's just not for me. But um, yeah, it's your dirt girl, Tori Grace. And I'm closing out on this lovely day. Uh, don't forget to follow my podcast, WCW underscore podcast um, on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, we're out, y'all. Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.